0: Welcome to the Street Prophets Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Wilhelm. And if you're listening to this podcast, thank you. This podcast is a Christian podcast, but not in the traditional sense. This is a podcast designed specifically for those of us who are hurting, the ones who are struggling, not just in life, but also with their faith. I've met so many people in this life who are in this spot. Uh, Those of you who are believers, or those of you who believe in something beyond ourselves, but aren't sure what to believe. Well, if you're one of those people, this is the podcast for you. All right, everyone, welcome to the Street Profit Podcast. Like I said, I'm your host, Luke. Um, We're going to be going through this today. This is our first podcast and uh, looking to be the, hopefully, the first of very many. You know, I struggled for a long time trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to get into podcasts, but I wasn't sure what to do. Um, I wound up um, originally thinking that I wanted to do a a Christian-based podcast to help share my faith and help people. and in their day-to-day life, basically trying to figure out what in, the, what in the world I could do to help make the world a better place and uh, what better way than through this. Uh, over the course of that time, honestly, uh, I struggled with the thoughts of being uh, a podcast that would be viable and making money and marketing and all this stuff. And I wound up getting so far away from the Christian podcast that it actually wasn't even a Christian podcast or anywhere close to it. Um, but uh, it's funny how God works because when it came time to actually start producing podcasts, all these great ideas and things that I had in mind, uh, they wouldn't come through. I got a good old-fashioned uh, writer's block, which uh, it's just our way of the, you know, the Lord showing us uh, what path He wants us to go. So after a lot of prayer and thought, uh, I came back to, you know what? You want to do a Christian podcast? So here we are. Um, today I wanted to talk about... Uh, a little bit about the podcast itself before we get rolling. Um, so I named the podcast as a Street Prophets podcast because <clears throat> I'm not i uh, I'm not an educated theologian or anywhere close to it. Matter of fact, if you'd ask uh, most people, they probably wouldn't even consider me educated. But uh, if I did get an education in this world, I would say it was uh, definitely on the streets. And uh, one thing I know is that uh, I wouldn't have made it uh, this far in my life if it wasn't for uh, my faith in God and the good Lord helping me get to where I am. So, um, what better way to share that uh, faith and devotion and to possibly help out others than to make a podcast like this? Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, ups and downs in life. Um, we all go through them, whether you think of it or not. There, uh, people often tend to one of the biggest things I see: the people that are um, maybe have faith but aren't very religious in the Christian faith. Um, one of their biggest issues is that they see people and they think they're perfect. And they think that that's just, those people are, are so perfectly Christian that they could never be that. And that's, um, what drives them away from Christianity itself. And I'm here to tell you that that is the farthest thing from the truth. And, uh, we're going to delve into the, into the Bible today and show where that is factual. And, uh, help you show that we are all sinners and that we all fall short of how we are supposed to live our lives. Um, even the best Christians. So, um, I wanted to make sure that, um, what I was saying was not just how I felt and everything, but everything came from the Bible. So I've done some research here and found, um, different scripture that helps support this uh, podcast topic. And, uh, we're going to read through some of those today and, uh, I'm going to commentate as necessary. Um, so we all, we all fall short. We all sin. Um, I struggle with sin to this day. Everyone does. There's no one that doesn't. Um, if they tell you they don't, they're lying. So just understand that. Um, and the Bible teaches us that a sin is a sin is a sin. So, um, no matter who you are, no matter what your struggles, no matter how big, no matter how small, we're all the same. We're all sinners. And it's only through uh, Christ Jesus that, uh, Makes it to be that uh, we're all okay. So I wanted to start out with um, <clears throat> the book of Romans, uh, written by the apostle Paul. And uh, book of Romans here we have Romans three twenty three that states for all who have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So you know what does that what does that mean for us? Well, clearly it states that all of us have sinned and all of us have fallen short. Of the glory. So you don't have to feel alone in that. You know, oftentimes we sin and we start to punish ourselves for that and what we do. And that's just not simply the case. We're all in the same boat, we're all together. Uh, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Um, you know, this was written by the Apostle Paul, um, who just essentially admitted to us in the Bible that he is a sinner himself. You know, we're talking about a man who was a. Uh, Major contributor to the Bible, uh, one of the leaders of the early church, and someone who actually died for his faith, um, still admitting to sinning. If that doesn't tell you that anyone can be a sinner, then I don't know what does. Right? Um, we continue on uh, in the book of Romans, and uh, Romans seven twenty-one, Romans chapter seven one verses twenty-one through twenty-five. Give me a second here. I don't have any fancy producers. It's just me, myself, and my trusty Bible app on my phone here. Uh, Romans uh, verse seven, chapter twenty-one through correction. Romans chapter seven, verses twenty-one through twenty-five states that I have discovered this principle of life: that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is right. I love God's law with all my heart, but there's another power within me that is at war with my mind. The power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God. The answer is Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I'm a slave to sin. So this is once again another example of the Apostle Paul telling us that there's a battle going on within him himself. He wants to... He wants to listen and obey God's law, he wants to, you know, live without sin and do his best, but at the same time, he struggles. You know, it's a battle. Every day, all of us, we do the same things, whether it's a person that struggles with an addiction or someone that struggles with um, something that a lot of us would seem is not as major, like cursing or... um you know, the the minor sin you can think of, we all struggle with these things. The same person that struggles with the hardest of addictions is the it's the same sin as someone who struggles with something that all most of us might not even know is a sin. It We all are on a different path, but we're heading towards the same thing. This also tells us that the answer, the answer is Christ Lord Jesus. He He died for our sins and made a way for us to... Recoup for our sins. We cannot do this on our own. It's not possible. Uh, We will get into that more as we get into a little bit more of uh, Romans. Romans 8, chapter Romans 8, verses 1 through 3, tells us that Paul says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own Son in a body like the bodies we sinners have, and in that body God declared an end to sin, sins control over us by giving his Son up as a sacrifice for our sins. So that just um, is a little bit more eloquently than what I just said, That. Um, God knows that that it's impossible for us to struggle with sin, right? We, he, he knows that we do our best if we're trying to do our best. Um, but at the same time, it's still not always possible to do these things on your own. In fact, uh, if anyone that listening to this does, feel free to contact the program because I don't know anybody that does. We have to have Christ Jesus in our life. We have to recognize the fact that he died for our sins, or we have no way to battle sin and conquer it. We also have here from the first book of John, chapter 1, verse 8, it states to us, If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. So this again, once again, is another apostle who uh, sits here and tells us that uh, we're fooling ourselves if we try to say there are no sin in this earth. It's just not, no sin in us and no sin on the earth. It's just not possible, right? We all do it. We all suffer. I, when I originally started uh, trying to practice for this podcast, I kept noticing that I was saying the word sinned in um, past context and struggles with that. And uh, I realized that I wasn't even being truthful to myself because the truth is that I struggle with sin every day. We all do. Um, and it, if we don't realize the fact that we are sinners by nature, it's going to happen, um, and through Christ we are going to be okay, Uh, then we're missing the whole point, right? So um, that being said, this does not give us any carte blanche permission to sin and just say, life's okay, we can sin, that's fine, Jesus made us this way or God made us this way. That's not true. That's not true at all. We should always be striving to be better. And before this podcast is done, we're going to talk about some tools for success to help us get there. Ones that um, I use on a daily basis and continue to hope to get better with so that we can uh, get to where we need to be in our spiritual lives. Okay, so we've talked about Romans. We've talked about, um, talked about 1 John. We're going to go into a little bit of Corinthians here, and I'm not trying to wear out the non-Bible readers with all these verses, but what I've come to realize is that the answer to all of our questions as Christians All's come, all comes down to what is in the Bible. Um, you will hear all sorts of people say all sorts of things to try to discredit the Bible and how it is, but if we, if we understand that, yes, the Bible was written by man, and yes, um, the Bible's been translated over and over and over again, um, we can recognize the fact that there leaves a lot of potential for people to try to discredit the Word of God. But if you believe... Like I believe, and like I hope that you will believe that we have an almighty and all powerful God that loves us and wants to do what's best for us. Uh, we realize that these words are all written through the Spirit of God. God touched these people to help them to put the Word of God on paper. The same people that translated these words over and over again, um, we're all done with the Spirit of God. So, I cannot believe that um, the Spirit of God can can do, us, can do us wrong and not have the Bible be the Word of God. It is just part of the faith that we have to live with as Christians. Um, but 2 Corinthians 5.17, let me get it up here. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. And a new life has begun. So, <clears throat> excuse me, what this, um, says to us is that if we accept Lord Jesus, uh, the living Christ into our heart, accept that he is the Messiah and has come died and rose again to, um, forgive us of our sins, that, uh, that old life is gone and a new life has begun. Now, does that mean that instantly you're going to stop sinning? No, no, it does not. Um, does that mean that if you do sin after you do this, that you are condemned? No, it does not. Um, it is being a Christian, in my view, is a constant cycle of trying to get better, um, working towards being better, falling short, because it says clear as day that we all fall short, and then recognizing that, and going through the process of repentance, so asking God to forgive us for our sins. And then uh, working on bettering ourselves to make sure that doesn't happen again. So um, how do we go about bettering ourselves to make sure that um, we continue on this walk with Christ and continue to get better? Well, I uh, wrote down a few, a few things here that uh, I thought were key to tools to uh, success in getting there. And the number one um, thing is getting in the Word of God. Getting in the Bible, the more we read, the more we understand, the more we actually digest the words that are in the Bible, the more we are better prepared to fight the battle against sin. Um, something that goes hand in hand with getting in the Bible is prayer. I cannot overemphasize how much prayer is important in your life, and whether that is at church, in a pew, hands raised, praying to the Lord, or in your house, by yourself, the five seconds you have before you go to bed in the morning, before you start your car, wherever you feel the need to talk to God, you talk to God. And you tell him what your struggles are. You tell him that you need his help. And if you listen, and if you pay attention, you will see that those things will start to come true. Um, I can tell you something that has affected me over and over in my life is... Sexual sin. Um, I'm not sure why it is that way, but it is. It's one of my sins to, to bear. And uh, I find it very hard to struggle with sexual sin. Uh, and I have for a very long time. But I noticed as I continued to pray and ask God for help that I have found it easier and easier to struggle with that. I feel the burden of that going away. Now, does that mean it's always away? No. There's a battle going on inside me. It's happening within all of us. But as that happens, and as the war rages, I find the more that I lean on God and realize that I cannot do it myself, the more I feel that I'm winning the battle. And that is what this is all about. So the mix between getting in the Word and praying is huge. The other thing that we don't think about a lot is the fact that um, God knows our hearts. He made us. You know, he is one with us. He knows us. So if you're praying for something that you don't really feel, it's obviously not going to work. If you're in a situation where you think you're praying just because that's what you think God wants to hear, are you really praying? I personally don't think so. I think you need to open your heart, and be honest, and let him know. Sometimes you're praying for an outcome, something that you wish would happen. I know I've done this in the past. And I know that um, I may still do that on occasion. The way I look at it now is that I I say how I feel to God, Lord, this is what I want. This is what I need. Will you please make this happen? But then I also always add, Lord, let your will be done. Because ultimately, that's what we want. We want what God wants because God wants what's best for us. So that is what I've always found is what works best for me. Um, we're going to talk about church and how church can be a good tool for success in uh, helping with your ups and downs in your life. Um, church in itself, um, I did not get through all the scripture on this, so please forgive me. Church in itself can be a very good thing. Church can also be a very bad thing for some people. There, I have known more Christians that have been turned off by Christianity through the church than I have any other way. And that, that's sad but it's also a fact and it's something we have to recognize. The things that make church good, if you're going to a good church, is that you're around a community of believers. These are people that are dealing with the same struggles as you, whether you believe it or not. Um, and they're there trying to, to get right with God just like you. Being around that community can be very beneficial. It can help hold you accountable. It can help inspire you to do more, be better. There's no, um, no way I can emphasize more the fact that going to church is a very good thing for these purposes. That being said, there is scripture in the Bible that indicate the two people coming together and praying and worshiping to God and making God the centerpiece of that relationship is in itself a church. So if you can't always find time to make it to a church or you haven't found the church yet that's right for you, Just being in the Word with another person and praising God and making God the center of that conversation is just as good as being in a church with a thousand people at a mega church singing hymns and listening to the gospel. Um, And, folks, that is about all we have for today's episode. I know it's only about 20 minutes. Um, You know, this is my first one, and I'm trying here to do the best I can. I hope as we continue on with this that we will find um, a, a, better solution to get for longer ones. I also expect, um, let you know, we will be having guests come on here in future episodes and back and forth conversation. will hopefully make these a lot better and a lot more, um, in depth. And I'm looking forward to doing that with all of you. So thank you very much for tuning into the very first episode of the street profits podcast.